Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Employee to Boss podcast. I'm your host, Haley Hayhurst, the owner of Espresso Podcast Production, a full-service podcast agency specializing in editing, marketing, and strategy. Today, I have a really fun episode with my friend Paige Folkers. We actually connected and met through Instagram. So Paige is located in Olympia, Washington, and I'm located in Seattle, Washington. And maybe it's like a two-hour drive or so, but I was just so excited to find another podcaster in the state of Washington. I think she might have reached out to me, but we have been connected ever since we've met up before. Like, we're friends now, all because of podcasting in Washington. So... I invited her on the show today because I was on her podcast before and her interview style absolutely blew me away and I wanted her to come on here to talk about interview prep and she is building this incredible fun brand. Her podcast is called the For Folks Sake Podcast and she doesn't necessarily have a business but she is building this brand on its own. And she's going to school for biology, and she uses this as really a cool way to kind of get that extracurricular learning in. So she'll interview people who she wants to know more about what they do in women's health or science or whatever it is. And her big thing is learning through conversations. She calls herself the FBI of the friend group. So using her curiosity and passion for others and their experience, she started the For Folks Sake podcast in September of 2021. She quickly realized the power of voice and just started diving into a bunch of different topics. And she's connected with so many amazing people in and out of Washington just from being open to different conversations. She mainly focuses on the voice and stories of the individuals in her own community, but she talks to people from wherever. And what I love about her is the way that she prepares for the interviews. I went live with her on Instagram a couple weeks ago. You can go find that on my Instagram, Espresso Podcast Production. But it was just such a good conversation, like such a good, good conversation about you need to be interested in of course, your guest, but you also have to be ready to ask them new questions. So maybe you come up with a list of five, 10, whatever, however many questions, but you need to be open to wherever the conversation goes. And the other big thing is preparing. I've been on quite a few podcasts where I've been asked maybe just the same questions and they're good questions, But it's always just the basics of podcasting, starting podcasts, really what you would see from, you know, looking at my Instagram. But I have a background in marketing. I have a background in journalism. I've written for magazines. And Paige asked me about literally all of these things. She looked on my LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. She knew so much about me and crafted amazing questions. I'll link my interview on her podcast in the show notes, but it really just blew me away and made me realize there's definitely two different ways that you can interview. You can interview just going off of vibes and conversations, or you can still go off of vibes and conversations, but really know about your guest, (laughs) really know what they stand for, really know their experience, and ask them questions that they have not been asked before. And that's what makes an incredible interview. So, 
Let's get right into this episode with my friend, Paige Folkers. Paige, welcome to the Employee to Boss podcast. I am just so stoked to be speaking with you. You were actually one of the first people that I met that had a podcast here in Seattle. And then your, you know, like in-person connections when I moved here were zero. And so (laughs) connecting with you, living so close, like it was amazing. I know everyone talks about the Seattle free. So I was really Mm -hmm. happy that when I came into the podcast world, I found you so quickly. I was like, okay, good. I have like a podcast friend because no one else in your life like really understands like the podcast struggle, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And so finding you right away, I was like, yes, this is great. Yes, I love that. Well, I am so excited to have you. So if you want to start off by introducing yourself to the audience, they would love to know more about you. Okay, I'm Paige Folkers. I'm the host of For Folk's Sake podcast, where our big thing is education through communication and conversation. I talk to anyone and everyone, and that's kind of my thing, is having the willingness to let anyone come talk about what they're they're passionate about and that's my favorite thing is to listen to people talk about what they're passionate about in their lives and I think it's so interesting and I have a lot of fun sharing that with my audience sharing that I call them my little folks so (laughs) sharing that with all my folks I love that yeah so you're really building a fun brand out here in in Washington and I want to hear about your inspiration of when you decided to start the podcast, because I typically work with like entrepreneurs, business owners who are doing this to basically grow their their existing brand. But you are having your podcast as its own brand. So I'd love to hear about the inspiration. Yeah, so I um, actually first had a podcast with my sister where we talked about mental health. And that's kind of how I got um, into the podcast space where I learned how to edit and I learned how to market and things like that. And then I realized that I'm way more interested in more things than just mental health. While I am super passionate about mental health and I could talk about it for hours, there's just so many other things that I find fascinating. And I was almost getting burned out on being on one topic and also talking to one person. I love my sister to death, you know, whatever, but the idea of having guests that each week brings something different. And I always tell everyone, there's one thing that they know that you don't. And that one thing that you learn from another person is, you know, worth the conversation in a way. And so the whole inspiration was just talking to different people and kind of building and bridging that divide and just reaching out, especially in my community. I mean, I'm not from Washington. So um, I've had a ton of people in the local area who I've met and I've like built a lot of great connections in the community, which is amazing because I'm originally from a town with great community source. So I'm really excited to have that kind of again too. So I'd say my inspiration was definitely like community and learning. I just, I love learning. I'm a total nerd. Do you want to start growing your business rapidly in a really fun way? Do you want to increase your visibility and profits? I have just the thing for you. My course, Great Guesting, How to Grow Your Business Through Being a Podcast Guest is now available and it's guaranteed to get you on podcasts. 
Do you want to connect with more clients, share your story, make stronger connections, and grow your audience? But do you find that you're second-guessing yourself, are indecisive on a topic because you're into so many things, and thinking, is this even possible? You'll love this step-by-step guide on how to be a podcast guest. We go over six lessons that are knowing your story, narrowing down the topic, finding podcasts to be on, setting up your audio, preparing to record, and of course, marketing, because that's what I'm all about. Being a guest can be fun, but if you don't have a plan to go with it, you're really just spending the hour talking. You're not moving your business forward. And that's exactly what this course is designed to teach you. You can find this course on my website at Espresso Podcast Production. And I guarantee you that you will be a guest on podcasts in no time. This is really interesting. I like how this connects right here because last week in my Facebook group, someone asked me, I think her podcast is about diabetes awareness or something like that, right? And she wanted to have guests on her podcast who were more of an expert than she was, but she wanted to be like the expert in the field. And so she was like, Haley, how do I have these guests on who know more than me and not make myself look stupid or uneducated? And I was like, that's a good question because there's kind of an ego there. But just like you're saying right now of there's always something to learn from the person you're interviewing. There's always something to learn from that other person. And just going into it like that, I think if you go in prepared, then it's going to be a good interview. Oh yeah. Preparation is a huge thing because I think there is something to be said about like, yes, maybe the person you're talking to could be more experienced in a certain field or in their passion, but it's up to you to kind of have that base knowledge already. And so I think it's great talking to people who are more advanced than you. I mean, it is also something really cool to be said when you can say like, I'm an expert in a certain field, you know, Mm -hmm. but having that um, openness to learning from another person, I feel like puts a completely different dynamic in a conversation too, where you get to let them have their voice. And I'm also very into like, what do you want out of this conversation? Like, what do you feel most passionate about? I send like questionnaires where I let them like have a say and then I get their their input. I collaborate with my own mind and then that's how I come up with like what we're going to talk about for the episode. Yeah, exactly. I told her to kind of go into it thinking that she's going to learn alongside her audience. And there's a lot to go on with that. Like, you know, she has her own questions and I'm sure her audience has their questions that that correlate to each other and I think I said something like it's such a gift to your audience to be interviewing someone who knows more than you right so for instance on my podcast I always interview experts in certain fields like I'm an expert in the podcast field but I'll have someone in like business marketing or this or that or that and they can learn from different aspects you know Oh yeah. And you can learn from each other too. I mean, there may Mm -hmm. be something in that conversation where you could be talking to a marketing person, but your perspective in the podcast world is going to open an idea in their mind too. Like having that collaboration between people is something I think a lot of people don't take for great value anymore, where it's like, I know everything. My opinion is always right. And they kind of have like this locked mindset 
And I just think that puts such a hindrance on your own mind in a way where it's like, you could learn so much if you were just willing to say like, I'm not the expert in everything. Maybe I don't know what's best. And so I think that kind of just like puts a, a wall up almost before you even get started with the conversation. I agree 100%. So you interview people who you have like connections with, like you find people who you actually want to get to know, right? And so one of the things that you do that really impressed me when I was a guest on your podcast is how prepared for the interview you were. Like you looked on my LinkedIn, you looked on, you know, deep in my social media, like you asked me questions that really like, impressed me because I've been on some podcasts and it's just like the most basic questions and you know as a podcast guest you could get bored of the same questions over and over and over like if someone was like why start a podcast why start a podcast I could talk about that all day but you added really unique perspectives to your interview do you want to talk a little bit about your preparation process Oh, yeah, definitely. So I don't know. um, I feel like every group has that friend who um, they like call the FBI person where it's like, Mm -hmm. I met this person, I think they have a girlfriend, I'm that friend where I'm like, (laughs) I'm gonna find out what his mother's name is, what his childhood dog's name is. And I feel like I've taken that really, almost maybe not the best trait and put that into my podcasting where it's like, you're right, like, nobody wants to be asked the same question twice. And how is that adding anything special or unique to your conversation? I mean, what I basically do is stalk them essentially is what I did with you is I put your name into Google. I looked through your LinkedIn. I looked at what like the, for example, you, I looked at what the UFC was doing at the time. I was looking, I don't know a lot about, so I kind of had to look into that too. And even that preparation is kind of like learning in a way too, but then that way, even though you're not the expert in the conversation, you have that base knowledge. You can come up with questions that are more unique and you're going to be able to tap into certain different parts of their mind because also I listened to episodes that you had already done you nobody wants to be asked the same question twice it's so boring so Mm -hmm. I just went I did my research I did research on the organizations you had worked with and then from there I was able to come up with just natural questions that I had while I was doing my research and that's how I come up with my outlines is that I genuinely look through and I'm like oh okay so she did this I wonder what that's like oh perfect that's a question that I can ask is like when you were doing this what was that aspect of the work like and so it's I would just say your preparation is just kind of treating it like homework almost I like that I like that a lot because you know that makes you a memorable podcast host as well like If someone asks their friends, oh, I need a new podcast to listen to, of course, if they were interviewed by you, you're going to stand out in their brain because you, you know, gave them maybe the best interview they've had in so long. Yeah, that is true. I mean, it's definitely, I feel like in the podcasting world, there's so many people out here who are passionate about it. And there's some way that you have to make yourself kind of stick out in a way. Yeah. Definitely. To go off of that, I also want to hear about how you decided to start your brand. So when you're starting a podcast, I always tell people like your podcast has to be more than just 
one episode once a week on Spotify or whatever it is. Like you have to be able to, you know, go on Facebook, go on Instagram, make those connections with people, really like invite people into your community. So I know you had this podcast with your sister in the past, but when you were doing research on creating your own brand, kind of what was your inspiration there? Um, I would definitely, this is a very good question, by the way. Good job. <laughs> I would definitely say my inspiration for the brand was kind of like an openness. I feel like nowadays there's so many barriers between people, um, especially with social media. While social media is like an amazing thing. I mean, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation without social media. There's a lot to say about a certain openness and like community from a mixed bag of people. I mean, I've had guests on who are like live adult entertainers. I just had two men on who are part of a motorcycle club. I've had my father on, I've had mothers on, I've had so many different people and they all come together because they're all interested in each other's stories. And that's like where the inspiration came from is that I love hearing people's backstories. If I meet a couple, the first thing I'm asking them is, how did you guys meet each other? Who made the first move? When did you know that you were in love? I love people's backstories because it's it's why they are the way they are. It's what's made them the people that they are. And I love looking into what was your past like? What I just interviewed a gal who um, found out she was pregnant when she was 15. Like that's insane teen motherhood. That's something I've never been through and I can learn something from her story. So my brand is definitely all about having that sense of community where maybe in a mix of people that you wouldn't think would be a community in the first place, if that makes sense. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, I really agree with that. And so like when you were going into creating your branding and everything, I, since you're all about community, I know you had one of your friends take photos for you, um, you know, your graphics and everything like that. What was the steps that you took to actually get it up and running? I don't know if maybe this is a girl trait. I went on Pinterest and I just searched up color palettes that I felt like resonated with me. When I did my first podcast, it was very like greens and terracotta, but that was because it was something that both me and my sister liked. But that wasn't necessarily my favorite thing. So once I found a color palette that I felt like was good, then I went and I found someone on Reddit who I really liked their artwork. And I was like, hey, I'm starting a podcast and um, you're very nice. Will you make my logo for me? And so I had her make the logo. While she's making the logo, I'm figuring out who... I went through my Instagram followers and or following who I'm following. And I looked and I said, who on here are t- 10 people that I can automatically just look at their username and have a question for. So one girl, she lives in a state where like marijuana is not legal yet, but you can do like CBD and Delta eight or whatever. I was like, I wonder what that's like living in a state and like being so reliant on like holistic medicine that isn't as friendly. Okay, well, there's a question right there and probably a good 20 minute conversation. I wrote her name down. I um, saw my dad's Instagram handle and I was like, oh, I have a question about like, what was it like raising a daughter who's just like a nut bag? Okay, <laughs> perfect. Like I can ask him that question. So I had a list of people 
and I call it the list. So mm-hmm. when I, cl- when I cross someone off of the list, it's always, I'm like, you were on the list, like the original list of everyone that I wanted to have on. And so I came up with a list and then I started trying to think of what the name was because um, my character on my logo is mm-hmm. like a little, a little me, but I didn't know what I wanted to name the podcast. Mm-hmm. The podcast name was the last thing that I came up with. I had episodes recorded. I had all my marketing ready. I had the little character drew and she was like, I don't, I couldn't make an Instagram. I couldn't apply for licensing. I couldn't do anything because I didn't have a name because I didn't know, you know, with podcasts, a lot of the time you have a certain niche, like with you employee to boss, everybody knows what that means. Like you were an employee and you made a transformation to being an own boss. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a podcast I follow called Straight Candid. They talk about things very candidly. Yeah. So I couldn't figure it out. And then I came up with the name for folks sake. My last name is Folkers. Actually, one of my girlfriends came up with it. And she was like, you should do either no folks given or for folks sake. And I picked for folks sake because I didn't want to niche down so much because the brand is such a large community of different people from different places, different backgrounds. And so then once I found the name that I loved, I told the girl, I made the Instagram account, I made my email. And then by then I had already done everything. So I was kind of ready to go. I tacked on my intros with the title and off to the races, I guess you could say. I love that. I also really love how, you know, like we were saying, this is your brand. You're a student currently and, you know, this is kind of like a nice creative outlet for you, but you take it like very, very seriously. Like I always talk about how it can be your side hustle, but it shouldn't look like your side hustle. And I think you're a great example of, you know, this is, it looks like your full-time career, right? Like your brand just looks like it's its own thing. It doesn't look like side hustle quality or anything like that. And so I know you look so happy. Right this now. is like the nicest compliment ever. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm going to take this as a time management compliment. Yeah. Yeah. No. So do you want to talk about kind of how you, because I mean, you go out there and you're actually interviewing people in person, which is something that I haven't done since I literally had a podcast back in college. So that's like, where you're the expert in this, you know, how we were talking about earlier, like in-person interviewing. How do you think that changes like the actual dynamic of the recording? Oh my gosh. In a huge way. If I can record with someone in person, I a hundred percent will always go for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually, most of the time, if I've built a good enough connection with the person and I feel comfortable with them, I have them over to my own home. I put them in my office. I they come over, I say in the questionnaire, I'll put like, what's your favorite beverage? If they want to drink a beer, if they want to drink a cocktail, if they want a sparkling water, it's there. I have like snacks and they like sit in my living room. They're my friend. They're part of my community. They're my little folks. They come over and we have a drink and we have a snack. And then I'm like, okay, like, are you ready to start recording? And I feel like having that in-person moment where they're able to like physically warm up to the environment and warm up to you it settles their nerves and it just makes for a more tangible energy that you can feel during the recording 
But if I do have to interview over Zoom, like that's always really fun too. But I will notice people have told me it sounds different. Like I sound different. I sound um, maybe more professional or my like customer service voice is a little bit more prominent. But when I'm hanging out, (laughs) yeah, I always want the energy of like two friends just sitting on, because I almost named the podcast just folks talking, Mm. where I just wanted to have it where me and a friend were sitting on the couch and there just so happened to be a microphone there. That's the whole energy I love around my podcast that I want it to sound like like a sleepover conversation at two in the morning and you're just so happening to like eavesdrop in on people telling me about their childhood and what made them the way that they are. And so if I can have an in-person recording, I'm always going to go for that. Definitely. Yeah, totally. And I, one of the things that, cause we went live together a couple months ago on Instagram. And one of the things that you told me has just stuck with me throughout like different aspects of my life like I've pulled this line out on people (laughs) in uh, various different ways but you said when you're interviewing you need to listen to understand not listen to respond and that just like clicked in my brain I was like you are so right Paige like it's different things and I think the person listening you know, on the other side of this podcast understands that as well. They can hear if the host is just listening to respond or actually like understanding what the guest is saying. It gives them a different dynamic as well. And I think you told me a story about like how maybe one of your friends said this to their two-year-old child or something. Do you want to share that story? I loved it. (laughs) Yes. I, so I have this girlfriend. She's amazing. I've had her on my podcast so much and she is my friend who is always the devil's advocate where if I go to her house and I'm like, Oh, I'm so upset about this. She'll be like, well, did you think about it from their perspective? Did you take a second to like ground yourself before you said this? And so, um, she has, five children because she's absolutely amazing claps for her claps for all the mothers (laughs) and her small child was just not knowing how to manage her emotions and she would say something to the child and the child would did not care she did not care you could have told her the sky was turning purple and she didn't care and she said listen are you listening to me to understand what I'm saying are you listening to respond to me because it would be like you should, um, let's use an example where she said, you need to go pick up your toys. Well, I don't want to pick up my toys. Why do I need to do that? Well, you need to pick up your toys because it's making a mess and someone's going to trip and get hurt. Well, I don't care if they get hurt. It's like, are you actually listening to me? Are you just listening because you already know in your mind what you're going to say? And that's another thing is I think people can feel that energy. If like you come up with a list of questions, right? And you're just rattling off all these questions. People can notice that the questions sometimes won't really match the format of the conversation. With my outline, the questions I come up with are my like, okay, we're coming to the end of a topic and I need another question to keep the conversation going. If I'm talking to someone and I think of a question in my head, but I have a question written down on my outline, it doesn't matter. I'm going to ask the question that came to my head because I listened to understand what they said. And I had a question based off of the understanding that I received from listening to them. So I have this client, it's a corporate client and they have just a list of seven questions and it's just the same, like I create these questions for them. They're good questions. Like they're good questions, but they don't way away from it at all. 
And so it's not conversation. And so when you're deciding to start a podcast, there's really, there's multiple ways that you can do it, but the main two are like an interview or a conversation. And you know, for the listeners, definitely go listen to Paige's podcast to hear the conversation. I have like, for my podcast, I have a, you know, blend of the two where I do ask a lot of questions, but it goes on the conversation. Like sometimes I don't even come up with questions if I know, <laughs> like, yeah, I already have like a I don't need this. this person. And so yeah. really, there's no wrong or right way to do it. But it should follow some system. So like for yours, very conversation based, like if you stuck to a list of questions, I think your audience would be like, Paige, are you okay? Like what happened in that yeah. one? Oh <laughs> yeah. Whole dynamic had, would be thrown off. Oh, completely. I've had conversations where, you know, sometimes, um, you know, I do kind of pride myself on being able, even my mom just said this today at lunch. She said, you know, when you were a little girl, you could go talk to your brother's like 19 year old friends when you were four and like hold a conversation. And that was always one of the things I loved about you is how you could hold a conversation. And you could talk to anybody, but there's sometimes where you talk to people and you're just not, it's not going very well, you know? It's like and a date, so, right? Like a bad date. <laughs> yeah, it's like I should have done. And you do your research and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to go great. And like maybe their energy's off. Like maybe they're just having a superhuman day and like yeah. they're just not having a good day and they're not really in the mood to do this, but they like didn't want to cancel. That's super valid too. But you can feel that energy, you know, with yeah. another person who maybe just not having a great day and that kind of affects you too. And some of my folks will message me and be like, um, were you having a bad day or was she having a bad day? Like what was going on? Because that they, they, um, I have one friend that always says it's eavesdropping. She's like, your podcast makes me feel like I'm eavesdropping on friends. Like and she's that. like, that made me want to leave the room. Like I've had people <laughs> be like, your energy's off. It's not good. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, there's definitely something to be said about, um, you know, matching someone where they're at as a guest too. Yeah. It's always good to have friends like that, right? That really humble you down to the core and you're like, well, damn, okay. Oh yeah. No, that's one nice thing about my friend group is that they're like, if they don't like something, they're going to be like, they're either like, I loved it. You are amazing. And Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, or they're like, that was a train wreck. And like, maybe you shouldn't post that next time. I'm like, okay, great. Thank you so much. You're like, you're like so one extreme or the other. Just goes yeah. cries for a second. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's always good to have friends like that. But it's also good to have those like supportive, no matter what friends for <laughs> when you're. Yeah, that's how my mother is. My mom's okay. like, I will support you until the day you die. She, I could like run over a child and she'd be like, she's fine. Like, don't worry about it. Like, like it, she's, yep. It happens. She's like, it exactly. happens, right? <laughs> no, no. It's like almost like undying support where you're like, you probably should have told me different, but that's fine too. But yeah, no, having friends that are, you know, kind of like that reasonable sounding board is great and having undying support is great as well. So yeah, I love that. Paige, I'd love it if you could share three actionable steps for the audience. This is how I close out every episode where the guest gets to share just some fun actionable steps that the audience can start with today because you know employee to boss is all about making taking action and like making moves in life and so I'd love to hear what you want the audience to do today okay so my first one is do your research 
do your research, stock them, put their name into Google, look at their LinkedIn, read about the companies that they worked at and figure out what their position was. And in just figuring out maybe what company they worked at, what their position was, that's going to give you a huge variety of questions. And then you might learn from that. So always, always, always do your research. My second one is definitely go with what feels most like you, which is basically authenticity. You're like, we just said, like people are going to be able to feel if your energy is off, they know you, your audience comes to your podcast for you. I mean, you could have awesome guests and that's amazing, but they come every week back again and again because they love you and they're going to notice that something's off. So always stay authentic hundred percent and be patient. Don't rush yourself. There is no, there's so much time in the world to make mistakes and have interviews that didn't go very well. And maybe your marketing was really weird one week. Just be patient, be your own biggest fan and give yourself that support because you might not always have that support. And by being encouraging towards yourself and being patient, those are the two things that you really need to resist that burnout. Like you said, this isn't my full-time job. I mean, I study eight hours a day. Like this is the farthest thing from like my number one priority, even though I do love it. And it's like my little baby, I love it. I love it. It's just be patient and keep going for it. That's my third one. I love those. Thanks so much for sharing those. Is there anything else you want to talk about today that maybe we didn't get to yet? No, I mean, your questions were so good. You must have <laughs> did your research. <laughs> no, it's also I just, easier when I know the guest as well, you know, have that. That's very true. We're, we're friends. So definitely. I'm super appreciative of you having me on. I'm such a big fan of your podcast. I had such a fangirl moment when you asked me to be on. Aww. You are my uh, running podcast. Listening to you and taking in the information that your guests share during the podcast is like, absolutely perfect every time that I run I'm just listening to you and it makes it go by so quick because I feel like they're so informational and you have the best questions you have the best conversations so I'm very very appreciative and thankful for you you're so sweet Paige thank you and you know what's so funny I now I live alone I have my own place and I got an Amazon or Alexa what is it the Alexa that you can oh the little talking thing yeah and so I'm like Alexa, play the For Folks Sake podcast. Oh, she's talking right now. And so now that I have my own place, I can just listen to <laughs> your podcast yeah. all day long. And I honestly have. Your podcast is also on my running list of podcasts. Oh my gosh, look at us. We're just two little, two little like wannabe marathon gals listening to our friends' podcasts. We love it. I love it. I love it so much. Where can people find you and connect with, connect with you? So my podcast is streaming on Spotify and Apple and my Instagram is at for folks sake podcast. So send me a message so that I know that you came from the employee to boss podcast. And um, I come out with new episodes every Monday and it's always something different. So you can always be ready to learn from different people and hear about different people's resilience and backstories and so much, a lot of science. I'm a, I'm studying biology right now. So naturally I just kind of go the scientific route. I'm coming out with a lot of like women's health and hormone uh, management in the next couple months. So I'm super excited about that. So yeah, find me on Instagram and come join the, the little folks community. 
I love that. Thank you so much. And yeah, that's one of the things that even though you don't have like this business, right? You have this brand, but you're still connecting it with your passions and you're still connecting it with like what you're studying, which I just think is so amazing. Thank you. Yes. If I can, if I can knock out a podcast episode and learning about my field, I'm going for it. It's two birds with one stone. Definitely. So science and women is like the the two biggest reoccurring topics, I guess you could say. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Employee to Boss podcast. If you made it to the end of this episode, I hope that you implement the actionable steps from this week's experts so you can get started with your business today. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Employee to Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps more than you could ever imagine. Remember, a little progress each day leads to big results. We come out with a new episode every Tuesday. To access our show notes, transcripts, and courses, please check out EspressoPodcastProduction.com.